0: For GateWorld.net, I am David Reed, and I'm here with Connor Turnier in his lovely backyard. <laughs> Thank you so much, Connor. My pleasure. Um, I'm going to be honest with you here. Uh, when I called you this morning, I had to resist the urge to say, Engine Room Report. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I would have come up with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you get any of that while walking down the street?
1: Um, not not specifically anybody walking up and using any, you know, uh, dialogue or catchphrase, well, yeah. but... Um, yeah, I, I get people walking up. L.A. is not a big town for that because there's, there's so many actors. I mean, in this neighborhood, there's so many actors. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you go to that market right down the road, stay there for half an hour, somebody's going to walk in that, that you recognize. So down. it's usually in airports. Um, well, I shouldn't say usually in airports. It airports are a lot. Uh, yeah. Funny enough, more so in Europe. You know, and then any other town but this one yeah people will walk up generally and say say something
0: okay so but just everyone here is just so they're they're in it they're involved in it to begin with
1: yeah i mean the varnish is wiped off you know it's uh this is this is a job for most people here and you know nobody really cares (laughs) you do sometimes sense though that somebody does know and might want to say something but they just don't (laughs)
0: to <laughs> so just smile and say yeah, hi, yeah,
1: <laughs> break the ice, say hello.
0: <laughs> but when you get meca- recognized, is it mostly for Tucker?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because well, people would start with that, and then I mean, if you're if you're a sci-fi fan, you probably would have seen both, you know, okay. Atlantis and, and Enterprise. So
0: Stargate has triggered a reaction at some point.
1: Oh yeah, I Good. mean, some people uh, prefer that character over over Trip, um, you know. That's was great. I mean, they're so radically different, and they come from such different places. Yeah, yeah that, <laughs> that uh, it's just it's a compliment. Mm-hmm.
0: You were born in Washington, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Born and raised, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, the I, I noticed you don't have a southern accent now. No. So is, the, with, and uh, when Michael was human, he kind of had a southern accent.
1: Well, they had him from Texas.
0: Right. Yeah. Is there? A particular reason Did you enjoy that or is it just what they asked in both cases or
1: that's what they asked for in both cases I you know when I had gotten a part of Michael I I had seen it in the breakdowns which every morning the breakdowns come out you can uh-huh. get them online if you know somebody and you'll see it's a character breakdown of every show's mm-hmm. needs that week or, or movie or what have you And I saw it um, on there and I, okay. I, I didn't want to do a, a sci-fi gig right out of the gate yeah. My tune has changed on that. Work is work, and that's really all that matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I called my agent, and I said, I'd like to read for this. And, and then they called back and said, well, it's yours if you want it. And he just happened right. to be a Southern guy. So,
0: Oh, okay. Um, so it was already established that he was Southern. Already, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. And uh, But, you know, I mean, I come from a small town in Washington, and, and you know, hicks have a certain <laughs> way of talking. <laughs> so... So it's you, really not hard to fall into. My family's also from the south. My mom's side okay. they're all from Missouri and
0: Okay. Missouri, you're definitely from Missouri if you say Missouri. Yeah.
1: Well, I <laughs> went to a graduate school in Kansas City too, so you know, Okay. If you, if you say Missouri and you're and you're spending time there, they they know you're a foreigner.
0: Oh, I know. <laughs> it's like it's like Illinois in the East. It's like the S is silent stupid. Yeah. Exactly.
1: I love it when people come and say, you know, L- I was in Portland, Oregon recently and you're like, "Oh my god, you've never been to Oregon, have you?" <laughs>
0: if you were you weren't there for very Oregon, long Oregon <laughs> in a perfect world um, Enterprise would have started shooting its seventh season this year mm-hmm. and probably likely its final season how do you feel about the show looking back on it three years after cancellation you've had some time to think and yeah, reflect
1: on um, it still remains the most remarkable experience I've I had thus far in my professional career I, I should say in front of a camera Um, not on stage they're they're different animals Um, so looking back on it uh, I cut my teeth on that show I really learned and felt like and now feel like when I go in front of anywhere if I go on on any set I'm I'm not uncomfortable I know I know what I'm doing and I feel you know that I've got something to give whereas before I was on Enterprise there's always always a sense of fear that it's not there anymore Mm-hmm. Um, you know of the unknown and now it's nothing's really unknown to me anymore there's, it's just a camera there's you and there's somebody that you're talking to and, and yeah. uh, I, I learned I learned that and, and I'm awfully proud of it I, I, I look back on it I catch episodes occasionally and uh, you know I, I think I think history will be kinder to our show than than uh, than it was in, in present time
0: mm-hmm. you know I do okay you said fear, or you mean like uh, the position that you're in, not accustomed to asking for things when you really want them and th- sort of yeah, that sort of thing? Yeah, just,
1: just feeling unsteady. Uh, um, Can
0: you give us an example?
1: Um, yeah. Uh, well, you, you you just said like asking for things that you need and feeling as though either... A little you bit know, of clout. Yeah, well, you're going on as a... and Just internally, you know? Yeah. People just want you to go there and do a great job yeah. and not have to worry about it. They just want to, you know, they want to go to the next scene, so... I think that um that general wash of confidence is is what I mean, and as an example of that i one of the shows I did really early on, touched by an angel
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know i i I had a monologue about a three page monologue to do, and um I wish I'd felt really grounded, but I don't think there was any way I could have because it was one of my first jobs in t v uh and you know, but it's all a learning process. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's 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 trying to ply your craft in an alien environment that you're trying to make not. Mm-hmm. So the more you can familiarize yourself with your process, and and they all kind of generally work the same. So you know, once you get used to that process that they're doing, you know, your best work comes when you're when you're more when you're comfortable.
0: Right. So. It's about being comfortable and people being delicate around you i heard stories about unexpected where people were delicate around you i i, I either that was a rumor or that actually happened where people like open doors for you things like that <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah they, they kind of ran with the joke on that one we did add a, a scene or two where uh his uh he's unable to manage his his uh, emotions, his anger, and that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, you know, people. It, we, it was what was it? Our third episode of the series. It was early yeah. on.
0: I think it was the the first ten. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: and uh, so yeah, people were. I mean, how often are you gonna have a guy walking around pregnant? So people were taking their shots. <laughs> <laughs> Dubious distinction. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of the few. <laughs>
0: um, one of the images that still hits me to this day and I'm not even sure if you've seen it is the one of you and Scott right after shooting finishing the finishing the show embracing each other oh, uh, which I think really says it all uh, look in your face just registers how much you were going to miss working with that guy yeah uh, did ending the series then in a way feel wrong on an emotional level the the, the undertone the vibe
1: well I mean the, the, the episode that was made or just the, the feeling of the whole the thing, whole thing together soon yeah too soon, yeah. Well, I mean, you have to understand that this was hanging over our heads at the end of season three. Yeah,
0: you know, barely got it. Barely got fourth. it.
1: You know, the the reason we got it was because they wanted to get that in or around 100 episodes for syndication. Uh, we knew that if they were going to go five, they'd go seven because if there was no reason to go five. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, having said that, um, it, it had been in our consciousness for a while. You know it, it uh, and it was the thing that I guess was frustrating was the other series um, in the franchise I mean they didn't get any better ratings than we did besides right the generation so right um, you know the climate had changed uh, we didn't have I think the um, internal fan base at, at the studio mm-hmm. um, I think that the network was well they folded you know, they became the CW. I mean, a lot of stuff was happening that had nothing to do with Mm -hmm. us. And... um,
0: So it wasn't Enterprise, it was just that Star Trek itself just became a little bit too expensive for what they were getting back?
1: Could be. I mean, uh, honestly, it could be Enterprise. They could have just said, we don't like this. I mean, we've gone to the well and this one didn't work. But uh, I honestly don't feel that way. Um, So, you know, when it ended, it did end and, and. how do you prepare for it's kind of like you know the last day of high school the last day of college like Mm -hmm. these people that you spent so much time with you know that you've really gotten to know
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know you're most likely not going to see very much anymore if Mm -hmm. at all and uh you know uh it took it took a while took a couple of weeks to sort of get your feelings all in order and and, i'm uh, not
0: working anymore (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah exactly right um but yeah, I mean, to be frank about it, it sucked. And, and we all, not to anybody's uh, detriment, we were told when we started it was going to go seven years. And we were like, mm-hmm. literally it felt like I just got the golden ticket yeah, you know? exactly. at the time. And even even having said that, four years and syndicated, that's amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. that doesn't happen very often. There's a mm-hmm. handful of shows in the pantheon of television that, that have done that. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, we will live on in perpetuity
0: and in a, but in a way ending the series when it did allowed you to get uh... your personal life on a roll a little bit more too
1: yeah i well yeah it would have been a whole lot easier to get my personal life on a roll with seven years of cash <laughs>
0: well, that's true but <laughs> but, uh, but more yeah, time I mean, as a father and that, a husband
1: well that show you know during the time that this show was running i um... you know sort of uh, developed into what i think is a man you know i've mm-hmm. uh, Got a family, I got mm-hmm. married, you know mm-hmm. we have a child and mm-hmm. and I um, sort of found myself an adult when the thing was over, so which mm-hmm. I didn't feel like that in the beginning mm-hmm. so yeah, definitely it was it was a perfect time for me to get that
0: yeah. so. how has Stargate treated you in comparison to uh, enterprise production wise? I mean you're a big boy now you you know your stuff they wanted you and yeah. you got in there, yeah.
1: They treat me extraordinarily well, with the exception of slapping a whole bunch of prosthetic on <laughs> You know, I don't take that as an insult, but it's uncomfortable at times. Oh, um, it is?
0: You, you're not a fan of the prosthetics?
1: Well, I don't think anybody is. Hmm. You know, I mean, the thing that's probably, and I haven't had to do it in the last few of them, is the, the teeth and the eyes. I think they changed them a little bit around at some point, didn't they? The eyes or the teeth? both. Well, I don't have, uh, at this point, I'm not wearing the teeth anymore because Ah. of his inability to completely evolve back to a wraith. Okay. And it's the prosthetic last time I was on was, was, um, I think as light as it had been.
0: Good yeah so they so in terms of of making him not completely wraith but not completely human did you kind of chime in and say let's lose the teeth and the eyes <laughs> you know I
1: didn't really have any say in that good well yeah. at least
0: you got what you uh, wanted
1: yeah fortunately well I think you know it's difficult you gotta loop a lot of yeah. stuff you gotta do ADR cause I mean you know you're, you're, you're a lisping wraith I mean which mm-hmm. is not you know the, the baddest ass in the world so but
0: <laughs> Andy's talked about that too
1: <laughs> really they uh no they they treat they treat me very well up there and, and you know it's a it's nice to feel like that they respect me, which is
0: which mm-hmm. I do feel that way when I'm there,
1: you know, that, uh, mm-hmm. that I, I am um, a part of the, uh, the process in, in crafting this
0: guy, because mm-hmm. he's different
1: than the rest of them.
0: Right, you know? right, exactly. I'd like to go back to Enterprise for just one more question. Mm-hmm. Um, in retrospect, has its cancellation been better or worse for Connor Trenir, the actor, and Connor Trenir, the person? Well, I think
1: that uh, its cancellation had nothing to do with Conor and Trenur, the person. I think that, um, you know, we got, we got the four years, we got syndicated, you know, I do have uh, not a huge level of comfort, but I've got a level of comfort that I didn't have before in a, in a profession that doesn't generally give you that. So, uh, and then professionally, I get in a few more rooms now. Uh, but um, you know, as Atlantis is an example of,
0: mm-hmm. of a couple
1: of other things that have occurred. People, mm-hmm. I'm out there more. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm in the I'm in their consciousness, I guess, a bit more. I have I have more fans in the business than I had before. Um, so it's benefited me in, in that way. I did think when I left that it was going to um, pigeonhole me as a as a sci-fi actor. Yeah. But I have to say that you know, work is work is work, and it doesn't matter.
0: So you're not being typecasted at all?
1: No, I mean, honestly, I don't think that, and if I was, <sighs> typecasting means you're getting work. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it's, if, if it's in one genre, so be it, but it hasn't happened. And I don't expect it to happen. And I think in television, it's more difficult to get typecast in that regard. Uh, mm. I think maybe it's more prevalent in films. but. I mean, having said that, at the end of the day, I'm not typecast, and, uh, you know, I'm just hitting the pavement like the rest of them.
0: Have you done any theater in the past three years? Got no. back to the stage
1: at all? No. You know, when... Uh, um, our son's 17 months old. Oh, wow. And, you know, I really thought that I, I'd give it a couple of years for, for me to... Decide to go do some theater. I mean, I, I would do it here in town. I don't think I'd be. I would. I don't think I'd leave town. Mm. But you know, if the right part got offered to me, or, right. um, I haven't put it as my primary focus. It's daddy uh, time
0: now. Yeah,
1: it is daddy time, and it's also. Um, y- y- you ha- I mean, you can't make a living in the theater here in this town. It's impossible. Yeah. You just can't do it. I mean, as an example, in uh, Equity waiver 99 seat theater stuff in L.A., you get paid seven bucks a performance. A Performance. You don't get paid for rehearsal, so I mean. But again, that's that's the way it is, and people do tons of theater here, and I will do theater again here. Um, but uh, you know, I was sort of a bit more focusing on trying to
0: uh-huh.
1: you know, pay the mortgage and buy food.
0: Right. But once you got those bases covered, do the stuff you love. Yeah, you know?
1: totally. And okay. I will get back on stage. I miss it desperately. Mm. Uh, you know, I haven't. I haven't spoken any of shakespeare's words for quite a while so that'd be nice
0: (laughs) all right great you did a lot of stargate this year three episodes in this one past season season three which is more than can be said for many of the satellite actors yeah um which brings you to a grand total of five including allies in which you offer just your voice uh how do you feel about the development of the character so far it's been one of the most controversial in the franchise
1: it had no i mean i've looked it up a couple of times and i you know, people love it and people hate it. Yeah. Uh, I would have I would have said that he is a specific thing in the show, had the last episode I shot that hasn't aired not been so different.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, I, I mean, for lack of a better way to put this, um, you know, he now has a whole bunch more power than he had before Uh he now has a way in which he can affect change as opposed to change affecting him
0: he has an army now he
1: has an army now and he has a way to 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 reproduce them and uh you know i'm curious as to what might be the next step for his he created an army as far as i'm concerned to protect himself
0: really Okay, not to conquer or anything like that, but well, just his you defense.
1: Well, once he figured a couple things out, he figured out he could do a few <laughs> things, and that might be one of the one of his mOs. But initially, I think you know he was so a man without yeah. a country, and was so uh, worked on by everybody okay. that that I think you know out of desperation and you know using his wits and his intelligence that he was he able to do this so uh I I guess my question would be is I wonder what the next move is is Mm -hmm. he gonna is he gonna is this army gonna move is this Uh, are they gonna go attack the humans or the wraith or is he is he still pissed mm -hmm. off um I don't know I don't know Uh, I'm I'm curious to find out because I really I think that the storyline has legs on it. I mean, I think yeah. it's got a lot that it's got, it, you know it can offer a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. So, You're not you don't it's not it's not linear and, yeah. and you it could ha- anything could happen next.
1: Right, you know, so. and 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 the work on him and his own, you know, he's neither human or wraith anymore. Yeah. You know, he's he's a true hybrid, and is that going to be okay with him? Mm-hmm. You know, he seems to have a little bit of choice now that he didn't have previously and i wonder i wonder if they'll you know utilize that in, in his
0: development it all depends on how good he is willing to be because everything that has happened to him it's interesting we've we've pushed this guy into a corner Absolutely. everything that has happened to him is our fault Yeah,
1: yeah. exactly <laughs> exactly you, i mean he says it to him point blank over and over again okay. you did this to me bear in mind that everything i'm doing is because of what you did
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And why should I trust you? Ever.
1: <laughs> right. Ever. So. Right. Okay. So I'm curious. I, I uh, you know, I haven't heard from them, but. Oh, no doubt. You'll I be can't back. imagine that. I mean, oh, yeah. would, after, after after having shot the last episode, I mean, it's it's uh, it's more up in the air than it
0: ever was. So. What has been your favorite episode out of the five so far? I mean, we've got you on a planet in one. We've got you amassing armies in another. We've got an en- enigmatic episode.
1: The first one, Mm. the first one, and 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 something about the last one I liked a lot. Uh, The first one I think because it was a real acting challenge,
0: Mm -hmm. Um, two
1: levels. Yeah, and um, you know I was really out there creating a character for myself, um, and that's always so much fun, you know, to be able to do that. Um, And the last one, like I said, the character um, made a significant involvement, Uh uh, as far as I was concerned. So that was. That was also nice to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, the first and the last so far.
0: Okay, good, good. So you don't like the makeup job? What?
1: Oh no no, it's a phenomenal job. They do an amazing job. (laughs) I'm talking Connor Trenier's comfort level. Okay. So it's not it's
0: not pleasant to wear.
1: Well, I mean, um, my skin doesn't handle the uh, uh, the removal product very well uh so yeah it's a little I, I don't think there's ever um gonna be a situation where that will be great fun okay for, you know i mean i go home and my face is beat red and i have to put it in, uh, in, in like ice cold no, water for as long as i because an it's angry yeah you know and then i do that for a few days in a row and but it's just the way it is i mean i'm not uh, by no means am i Am I trying to complain here? I'm I'm simply (laughs) stating a fact that, you know, it's uh, my type of skin, mostly for the removal process, is just Mm -hmm. kind of a nightmare. Okay. So I've tried a few things that are like, that felt like acid on my face to try to calm it down. Best thing is just cold water, Uh ice cold water. But I have to say, I look at myself in the mirror when it's all done and I'm like, "Hey man, absolutely."
0: I mean, when you're ready to go on stage. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's
1: it, you know, if you don't feel like the part just look mm-hmm. in the mirror, you know, it'll it'll set you right in there.
0: Mhm. So, and that the time that you have to sit there, does it help t- to become that person? No. Oh, no. You know, not I mean, watching I,
1: it go on, it, it, it's uh it's such a a process and it's such a, you know, um, and uh, the, the the gal who's done it the most for me, Celine, you know, we get along so well. We just wind up, you know, chatting for like three hours. And <laughs> by the time it's all ready to go, you know, I, I get back into my trailer and I put the, the costume on, which also helps a great deal. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, look at my stuff a bit. And then I'll spend some time in front of the mirror and, uh, you know, let it sink in. Mm-hmm. Um, so you say three hours takes to get it on? Generally, yeah.
0: Okay. Is that quicker than it used to be? No, it's kind of always been about that.
1: Okay. I mean, I think it's partly the, uh, the stuff has to dry properly and you have yeah. to then powder it, so it's not so much how much you're laying onto a person as, as the whole process takes that long.
0: Okay. Alright. I asked Andy Frizzell this question, the Wraith Queen, mm-hmm. all the Wraith females, and uh, now I'm going to ask you because I think Michael has a really interesting perspective. Are the Wraith evil?
1: well if you're a human they are uh, no i mean they're they're like anybody else it's just so it just so happens that human beings are their food source uh, the way it is you know and uh, they're a thorn in their side are they evil no they are an empire trying to expand like any other empire is trying to expand i mean in history are the Romans evil mm. well if you'd look if you dig deeply enough Ah, at certain points, to certain places, yeah. and to certain people. Yeah. But yeah. generally, they were considered a great society.
0: It just happens at the Wraith aren't.
1: <laughs> well, it just so happens that it's the point you look through. You know, it's the lens you're looking through. I mean, uh, I don't think that uh, are they inherently evil. I think inherently evil stuff is kind of boring. I mean, there has to yeah. be. You know, are, you could be evil, but the more important thing about you is what are you? What I mean, what are you going for? You know, mm-hmm. evil is. Evil is one-dimensional.
0: Yeah. Michael's
1: you know? not evil. No, I, he's not evil. In fact, I, I, we have yet to see what he really is. He's merely mm-hmm. uh, defending himself
0: mm-hmm.
1: at this point. I mean, I'd li- I'm curious to see what what may turn out if he if he does feel as though he has some strength and uh, power enough to make a move on anything, how he does that. You know, is he going to torture people? I mean,
0: mm-hmm. you know. Do you think he'd be receptive to Taylor? Well, I, I guess now that I think about it he, he tried to do something to Taylor the last time we saw him but do you think he'd be to willing to kill her <laughs> yeah <laughs> he wouldn't be willing to listen to her
1: um I think that he has a connection to her mhm um which makes it a little curious as to why he'd, he'd kill her mhm uh, yeah I mean was he gonna kill her
0: kind of seemed like it yeah maybe not Make him him his queen. Make her his queen. Uh, Yeah. I I, I honestly
1: think that the connection that he has with her is based upon some deep-seated... You know, she's got some wraith in her. Yes. And he... You know, I think that there's a connection there that, like, you know... That as opposed to Ronan's, you know, quality is so much about, you know, anger and stuff. And she tends to be a little more willing to understand Mm -hmm. what he's doing. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, is that enough to... To, to create a dynamic, they already have one. So um, yeah, I'd be curious. I'd also be curious to see how he showed up with the queen again, if he ever if he saw if he saw her again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, she wasn't very nice to him. In fact, no, and none of them are because he's the bast he's the bastard stepchild. He's like you know he's the one who's not them and he's not anybody. But he keeps sort of hanging out and wanting help.
0: hmm. So mm-hmm. right. Do you do you yourself sympathize with with uh, the chain of events that he has been put through? I mean, you kind of vie in for him to oh try try and do something good next time around. Come on,
1: I I'm pulling for him. I'm mean, I'm pulling uh, not just because I'm playing him, but I'm pulling yeah. for him because I think that uh, it's an interesting situation they put him in. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, you know, the question is is as when we deal with this a lot now. I mean, what responsibility do you bear your enemy?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, how are you meant to treat somebody? I mean, you know. Uh, not to say that the Geneva Convention gets played out in space, and yes. stuff, but in a sense it does. And the idea of how we as human beings are responsible for the treatment of others, uh-huh. be them friend or foe, says a lot about you as a society. Uh-huh. And hell, we're dealing with this right now, you know. Yeah. So I think that there. There's a lot to look at there, and it's pl- it's being played out in, um, you know, a science fiction, uh, fantastical way. But uh-huh. these are issues that we think about and deal with and hear about on almost a daily basis.
0: Mm-hmm. One of the interesting, most interesting episodes, perhaps didn't do fantastic in ratings, but I thought was was really good. Was Allies, where the Wraith have come to Atlantis to ask to do the exact same thing that they did to Michael. Um, right. But there was never a scene that explained how he felt about that. He just kind of went along and did it. Right. How do you think he felt when his hive chose to put their enemies through the same process the Atlanteans put him through? I think at that point in time, he's simply hoping he can keep his
1: ass safe. I, mean, yeah. I really do. I think that his M.O. was merely just, I I, I, I need to be able to keep myself not um, from getting attacked or, right. or ostracized
0: or... Right. Because you know. he was kind of, he was kind of the messenger. And once there was a treaty established, or once they were finished with it, it was like, "I need to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to kill me." Right. I
1: mean, it's never been a good day on the hive ship since he, uh, he had <laughs> his, his medication.
0: <laughs> hmm. Bottom line: Do you think? Do you believe that the Atlanteans are justified in genetically mutilating their enemies? Would you have done the same thing if they were in their position?
1: If I had come across a a technique or drugs to neutralize
0: life sucking aliens
1: and the life sucking alien enemies (laughs) that I have, yeah, I mean, I think so. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't think you have a choice not to. It's like, do you use the bomb Mm -hmm. if you have it? You know.
0: Yeah, when it's either that or all out annihilation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, there's not been a great deal of philosophy played out through it, though. Mm-hmm. You know, that that here is why. Yeah. Um, that would be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Here, here is why. You know, how do you, how do you rationalize it for yourself? I mean, are you just a mm-hmm. militaristic uh, people who will use anything? You know, the best, newest technologies to eliminate your foe or, you know, again, we hark- harken back to this, but, you know, do you yeah. bear any responsibility to your enemy?
0: Yeah. If
1: not, that's one thing. If yeah. you do, that's another thing entirely.
0: But what do you become afterwards? What do you what? What do you become afterwards?
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, so. what? Uh, what is the legacy of what you're doing?
0: Mm-hmm. Were you given any homework regarding the uh Iratus bugs before Vengeance?
1: I showed up and they gave me three episodes that I thought ah. I, can, I, I should see.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was watching it and I knew that they were doing a they were trying not to make it look phony, you know, with the with the prosthetic people and the the creatures and keeping them all in the dark, you know. Yeah. Do you think they achieved that well?
1: I don't know, I haven't seen it.
0: Oh, you haven't. Uh-uh. Okay.
1: I think that like with anything like when you're using uh, big foam, alien-style stuff, you, you always get better at it. You get, you get better at it. You know? Because, uh, yeah, if they're going to use these guys, they're going to have to see them in action.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? Um,
0: better be prepared for it.
1: Yeah, and it better work. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, you don't want it to... Nothing is worse than... Watching it and going, oh, uh.
0: the monsters suck.
1: <laughs> you know, you don't want the monsters to suck. You want to believe them.
0: Yeah, right. Who among the cast have you enjoyed? This cast have you enjoyed working with the most?
1: Well, I really liked working with Paul.
0: <laughs> oh! But having said that, though, I,
1: a lot of a lot of my scenes were with uh, with Rachel, and she's yeah. she's a she's a dream to work with. She's awesome. Um, I have to say, uh, working with that cast up there is has been nothing but a great deal of fun i mean they're all they're all really good actors they all they all have a good time i mean it reminded me of our own show in the sense that you know everybody's going there they're working hard but they're having fun doing it Mm -hmm. you know
0: they don't have to yeah they don't
1: have to and i've been around sets where people aren't having any fun and it sucks you know and there's no Mm -hmm. need for it frankly you know nobody seems to be um in my experience you know grandstanding or, or anything like that and um I have a great time working with those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, most of my stuff has been with uh, Rachel, and a lot of it was with Paul. I did a lot with um, Joe in the last yeah. the last one. But, you know, I, I've gone out with him afterwards before, and, you know, it's, it's, they're just great folks.
0: They're great folks. Okay. okay. What would you like to see becoming this character in the future? More of him. This is good. This is good. But where would you like to where would you like us to run into him again?
1: Well see so that's a good question. I mean now here's my here's my here's what I wonder. I wonder how do you get him back into the fold? What, yeah. what is it that gets because at this point in time he's got an army and he has ways in which to jump from location to location. What is the thing that has him cross paths with them again? Does he you know, has he become sort of the Dread Pirate Scott, and is he out mm-hmm. there robbing people, or is he out there,
0: does he have, does he have a bone to pick still? hmm I don't know. One of the things that I was wondering is, what would happen if the, the, the genetic boat that they put in him in started being debilitating and started to kill him? Fantastic. Would he be? He needs help again. Yeah. Would he become more of a wild animal and just blockade himself behind these guys until he's dead, or would he actively seek their help because I hate you, but you're the only ones who
1: know what you did? Right. And not only that, I mean, he's a smart enough man that he, or being that he knows that he's onto something yeah. really hot, yeah. and he can develop an army now. If he's if he's got designs on control. Um, Territory, you know, uh, they'll do his bidding. They'll attack. uh, They'll attack Wraith. I'm Uh sure they will. Uh Um, The he will attack humans. We we know that. We know that now. So you know, he might want. He might become. You know. uh, He might become Kurtz, in uh, you know, um, heart of darkness. He might create a scenario where he can affect change without having an empire you know Mm -hmm. is he Hannibal does he take does he take his elephants over the Alps (laughs) and attack Rome I don't know maybe Mm -hmm.
0: what do you think his legacy is going to be before he goes if he goes
1: if he goes I think his legacy will will um I I think if well he's going to be a mistake to them yeah he's going to be a big mistake to them
0: in the long run in the
1: long run he'll be a mistake um uh one that they may continue to try to rectify, but he's a mistake right now, and he's one that has, um, and he knows he's a mistake, and um, he may be uh, a very powerful agent for um, his own MO, you know. Uh, it it has come back to haunt them, mm-hmm. and it might just get worse, because they didn't know what they had.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Especially when they have said in the last episode that he was a scientist who was smart enough to figure out how to how to manipulate and modify what they did to him for his own benefit.
0: You think he'd be a, a key chess piece in the in the final battle between getting the wraith out of the Pegasus Galaxy and not?
1: Yeah, or the wraith would use him. I mean, he yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a great wild card. He could be used by anybody, yeah. and that might be a way in which they can bring him back into the fold because they need him.
0: Yeah,
1: both of them might need him.
0: Uh-huh. Well, their genetic history has always been so important, and here we've got this guy who is kind of a symbol of that. Mm-hmm. So, What yeah. about Michael and Ronan finally duking it out?
1: Well, that would be fun. Because <laughs> Jason's a good fighter, and I'm a good fighter. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, I think, though, that that would... This is my personal feeling, or just I'm sort of riffing on this, is that... I don't think you're going to see a lot of one-on-one, you know, you're not going to, he has, he's much too important now and has far too many nasty, nasty things behind his back to even, unless he finds himself in a strange situation, Mm -hmm. which could happen, right? you know, but I mean, it'd be a lot of fun. I mean, you know... they look in their eyes at each other. They're just begging for it, you know. It's like I could. Oh man, <laughs> let's just go into it's, a room yeah. and finish it. Me and you. Me and you.
0: <laughs> 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 what about you, Connor? What are your plans? Do you have any projects coming out? Any on the horizon, or is it just Jasper?
1: Uh, no. I mean, you know, I gotta work. Uh, yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, I did a pilot as a recurring part for this Showtime show called Manchild, but. Hasn't been given an air date, so I don't know anything about that yet. So okay. I shot that a couple of months ago, and then um, uh, my writing partners and I are um, developing a couple of stories that we're gonna um, we're gonna take to sci-fi and see what they have to say.
0: Fantastic! Yeah.
1: So um, You know, I can't let the cat out of the bag, but you know, our, we'd, we've got a meeting, so that's all you can really ask for, you know. And, uh, and other than that, you know, I tested for a pilot a couple of days ago. You just Keep on keeping yeah, on.
0: Yeah, right. You know? About your own, about the, these projects that you're talking about, I think I think everyone wants for just good quality TV. Is, yeah. that, is that a goal of, in mind for you?
1: Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think I have a good eye for what's what's good, and, and my writing partners definitely do. And, um, you know, they're, they are entrenched in what it means to be um, a science fiction fan. So uh, they've got a, a good eye for that. And, I mean... Uh, I'm not the writing guy. I'm,
0: okay. Would you star in like executive producer?
1: Yeah, I would. Uh, I would star in it. I. You know, here's the thing. Yeah, I would star in it. But <laughs> I would also just like to get them done. I mean, whether or not you know they they thought that I was ultimately right for it or not really wouldn't matter to me as much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would like to get into that part of the game of like, of of creating a good show. Mm-hmm. So um, we're working hard at that. That's kind of the thing that's on the burner right now
0: okay
1: so uh, good. and then you know the rest of it is uh wrist for the mill, man you know you just, exactly because the way this thing works is it ebbs and it flows you know yeah. Some, you know you're hot for a minute and then nothing happens and then hopefully you can keep enough of those things strung together that you you develop a career out of it
0: so. right it's so rare to have the enterprise come along where where you're you you're good and solid steady stream other than that uh-uh, uh-uh.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, so, you know, you, you have to you have to swallow that pill in this way it is, and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, you know, it, I'm not a plumber, and I'm not a teacher, and <laughs> I'm an actor, and, and the actor's life is, is catch-as-catch-can for a great deal of it, you know, and um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm fine with it. I love being an actor, I can't mm-hmm. imagine being anything else. I mean, I didn't set myself up for any other thing to fall back on, so I don't realize <laughs> <actually. laughs> all I got.